The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, March 28, 2019, and this is The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hello, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, Rachel. Coming up on today's show, the goth ninjas are here, T-Rex David Ferguson and uh, Jody Hamilton, of course. They're here to join me in condemning the Trump cover-up of the Mueller report. That's going to be the main gist of today's show, I think. I'd say the gloves are off, but we never wore gloves in the first place, so never mind. The chaos is deepening, folks, and we're here to fight. Uh, we got music by the Mike Farley Band and punk pop artists after the fight, but now let's talk about Patreon. My interview with uh, one of my all-time radio heroes, Randy Rhodes, is up now on our Patreon page at bobseskashow.com. It's a free listen, by the way. You don't have to pay for it. And, among other things, Randy let us know which drugs she thinks Trump is taking before his rallies and tweetgasms. If you want to find out that information by going to bobseskashow.com and listening to our interview show. And if you dig what you hear, please help support this completely independent podcast for $1 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, or $15 a month. And depending on your subscription amount, we'll give you hours of weekly bonus content, including our post-mortem show recorded after the end credits on our Tuesday and Thursday shows, along with our Friday after-party podcast and the 90-minute ultimate edition of this show without commercials. We're also posting all kinds of free content on our Patreon page, including our Wednesday interview shows with people like Randy Rhodes, Malcolm Nance, John Fugelsang, Frank Conniff, Jillian Barbary, Stephen Weber, and the Frangela Duo. That's bobseskashow.com, or just click the all-caps Patreon link beneath the logo at bobseska.com. And now, goddammit, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. When I was growing up in Bakersfield, my favorite thing in all the world was to go to the movies on Saturday afternoons for the chapter plays. I know that, Mr. Man. They also call them cereals. I'm not stupid, you know. <laughs> anyway, my favorite was Rocket Man. And once it was a no-breaks chapter. And the bad guys stuck him in a car on a mountain road and knocked him out and welded the door shut and tore out the brakes and started him to his death. And he woke up and tried to steer and tried to get out, but the car went off a cliff before he could escape. And it crashed and burned, and I was so upset and excited. And the next week, you better believe I was first in line. And they always start with the end of the last week. And there was Rocket Man trying to get out. And here comes the cliff. And just before the car went off the cliff, he jumped free. And all the kids cheered. But I didn't cheer. I stood right up and started shouting, This isn't what happened last week! Have you all got amnesia? They just cheated us! This isn't fair! He didn't get out of the cock-a-doody car! Bob Seska! Bob Seska. You really are sick. The Bob Seska Show! <laughs> By the way, that's really Alex Jones. That's actually Alex Jones telling me I'm sick on his show. <laughs> but I already knew that. It is the Trump crisis day, 798, 586 days until the 2020 presidential election. We got music from the Mike Farley Band and After the Fight, Indie Music. Submit your indie music to bobseska.com slash music. Thank you for doing that. And we got to do this. Goth Ninjas Assemble! <laughs> There they are. All right. 
Yes. Legendary. It is three-way Thursday with the Goth Ninjas. <laughs> yep. Um, I, I got to let you know, T-Rex, that uh, yes, sir. this is the Avengers music. Because I know you don't see those movies, but because because I don't, I texted you last night and I, I would want to see them. What's that? I just never get around to it. I mean, yeah. I, I am I am not uh, you know immune to Hemsworth's flexing and gr- grimacing sexily. I just never seem to get to those movies. <laughs> well, here's the uh, thing. I I texted you last night. In fact, I texted you both to see oh, you know I was just so making sorry. sure you could uh, come and be on the show today. And I said uh, to T Rex, I said Goth Ninjas assemble, and then I said. Thanos is uh, is on the loose, and we have to do blah blah blah. And I, you know, I just made this whole thing it. about Avengers, and he was like, "I got a response like three hours later. I don't know who Thanos is." Oh, <laughs> you texted yeah. the wrong nerd. Yeah, I think I did. So, yeah, so I'm that's what. To be completely honest and say that my roots are DC. I just, I'm a, I'm a Wonder Woman guy. Come yeah. on. Yeah, well, that's true. Like a I mean, superhero for little gay boys. By the way, T. Rex, I gotta say, just, I, I gotta, okay. I, you know, I have to talk about the clip at the beginning from Misery because okay. I mean, God yeah. help us all when <laughs> Kathy Bates in Misery is the voice of reason. No yeah. kidding. I know. <laughs> oh my God, my God. Yeah, he that's. Didn't put out the cockadoody car. The cockadoody <laughs> car. Yeah, I, it's, uh, it's staggering. We're in. Uh, I was saying before the show, we're in a world of shit right now. This is. Uh, uh, everything's getting really, really bad. We've got a president right now who uh, thinks he's the victim of a treasonous coup. And he's said as much on Fox News Channel. He's mm-hmm. tweeted about this. Now we're going to learn whether he has the guts to pursue these very serious charges that he's making up. Um, and I, I, But I think he's a cow. I've always t- taken the approach that Donald Trump talks a big game. He screams about doing a lot of things that go that advance well beyond his constitutional strictures. But he never does. He never acts on those things yet. And that uh, right. doesn't mean he's not going to. He could eventually end up acting ready, on man. this. I had yeah. an argument yesterday yeah. with a red hat who I didn't realize was a red hat until after we had been talking for a while, actually. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he started in how the partial birth abortion thing. Oh, oh no. Oh, and, no. Really? And it was a nightmare because I was like, okay, hang on, Drew. Just give me a second. And he just was like, it's he just, and he just kept yelling over me. <laughs> and, I, and I sat down across from him. I put my hands on his knees and said, mm. no one is killing full-term babies. No. Nope. You know, nope. unless they have such severe birth defects that they will not survive. Right. At which point, keeping them alive is an act of cruelty. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, no, it's murder. Oh, my God. It's it's and murder. Like, oh, my God. These, these okay, people. Okay, I was like, let me give you an analogy. Your dog has been hit by a car. Yeah. It's not going to live. Its back legs are crushed, and it's screaming. Yeah. You're not going to just say, okay, well, it might take four or five days for him to die, so let's let him, you know. Yeah, like ventilator stat. Give me a ventilator quick so I can keep this dog in pain and alive for as long as possible because I'm a fucking ghoul. Oh, Jesus. I don't know what they think. And he was, But he really believes it. I mean, and I was just like, this is propaganda. Do you understand? He was like, it's murder. Uh-huh. And then he stomped off and, yeah. yeah, we're not, he blocked me on all his social media and. Because I was hitting, I was hitting a nerve. Because yeah. I was like, "You understand, Andrew? This is propaganda. Mm-hmm. You've been brainwashed." And right. it just, it was, but it was really frightening. Yeah. Because this is a gay guy. Yeah. Right. Who like, you know, and I'm just like, really, like, and oh, I also, he's like, "Well, I hate Hillary Clinton," and I was like, "Why?" 
He's like, I just I do love it. I that. Like, I love asking And I was like, that. no, I was mm. like, I need you to give me a reason of things that she has done, why you hate her. Because otherwise, yeah. you're just, you know, I told him you're just regurgitating $60 billion well, worth it's of a, propaganda. It's the same reason they say they hate Nancy Pelosi. Not not a single one of them could say why they hate Nancy right. Pelosi. It's just, oh, we, we, hate, we hate her face. Oh, my God, she's got Botox. <gasps> Shock horror. She needs to be, uh, she needs to resign because whatever. I, quite honestly, I don't I don't see the Botox, but like, whatever they say, fine. Who cares? It's both the right and the left with Nancy Pelosi in particular, mm. more so than Hillary Clinton, because with Nancy Pelosi, she, for the the Greenwalds of the world, yeah. she's a corporate dem and she's awful and she's never been, you know, uh, a liberal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the far right goes, she's the libbiest lib to have ever lived. Oh my god, that was the same thing yeah. with Obama. I yeah. was like, oh god, I wish I lived under the socialist dictator no that Fox News seems to think I have as a president instead of the guy who keeps like trying to make nice with the Republicans and getting his ass handed to him. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's where we are in the wake of what happened over the weekend, which is a whole other can of worms that we're going to get into too. But I mean, I've what Donald put this off? What Donald <laughs> Trump? Ahead. What what he tries? What he's doing is uh, he's following up um, what for him could have been a teeny tiny bit of good news, a little tiny scotch of good news that Donald Trump got, and it wasn't what he thinks, uh, obviously. But he's uh, looking at it as good news. But so what he does is emboldened by that, I guess he decides to what defund the Special Olympics. Yeah. He decides to. Punish Puerto Rico by refusing federal disaster relief funds, which is an abuse of fucking power, by the way. Yep. Uh, number three. He, and more racist than Michelle Malkin. Right, right. And then number three, he's kicking 30 million people off their health care because the... Uh, because he because, wants to. But yes, and, and remember, this is an order that came down from the White House. This isn't Bill Barr acting on this. This is the White House ordering the Justice Department to never, ever again defend the ACA in court. And so, of course, this is going to go right on up to the Supreme Court. And here we are in which John Roberts, once again, will end up being the swing vote as to whether or not 30 million people will continue to have health insurance. And that's just the beginning of the dangers applied to not only the overall picture of this week, but specifically to the Affordable Care Act and the state of health insurance in this country. Because the the layers to this, the layers of damage that this will create, this is going to hurt among other people, um, seniors on Medicare Part D whose donut hole for their prescription drugs are going to open up wide open again. It was set to close by 2020. It was set to close by next year entirely. That's going to reopen as soon as the ACA is struck down in court, if it is. The other group of people that uh, Trump better be aware of are the coal miners because the ACA, of course, makes it easier for the coal miners to get black lung benefits, right? And so if the ACA goes away, then the coal miners are screwed with their pants on, just like everyone else who's got insurance uh, thanks to uh, uh, the Affordable Care Act. So, I mean, that's just for starters. I mean, we're talking about, I, I asked this question the other day, and, and of course, we, now what we've got, it's, a, it's an interesting week for both me and Jackie, because we both, Jackie Schechter, because we both cover not only Trump Russia, but also health care. Uh, in, in a very detailed way. And so I'm looking at this coming down and I, I can't help but to ask the Trump 2020 people, the uh, red hats, you know, look, there's this thing called rescission, right? And it used to happen all the time where people would get sick 
And as soon as they get sick, and if it's a, an especially expensive illness like cancer, um, the health insurance companies used to boot those people right off their health insurance, just as they were getting sick, just as they were being diagnosed. And so suddenly people are dying because of this practice, which is a common practice, or at least was a common practice, called rescission. And, and so now uh, what the Red Hats and what Trump wants to do is make that a thing again. I mean, who who would who you in their know, right mind get, would support something like that? Can we get a, another country to invade us? <laughs> Come on, and England, and bring us back. Canada, maybe. You know, anybody, anybody at this point, though. I mean, I would even take like the Rwandan government over these. Yeah, days. like there needs to be some sort of coalition to invade the country, like uh, like we did with Iraq. And how about Luxembourg? I mean, at least with like Rwandan dictators, it's because they Luxembourg. really believe the Bible and they're crazy. Yeah, but here they don't even believe the damn Bible. They're just like, how, that's right. What new cruel thing can we do today? Yep. Um, I mean, oh, wait, I, hold on. What's Two that? minutes ago. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, no. Um, well, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, no, it was early this morning. Uh, did you hear that uh, the president wants to look at withdrawing security clearances from Adam Schiff, yes. Eric Swalwell, and Mark Warner? Yeah, you want to talk about a constitutional crisis? Right there, wow. constitutional crisis. The president is going to strip this- members of Congress of their security clearances because he's a dick! Because he's a dick and because he wants to punish his enemies. This is a colossal abuse of power. And I'm not sure why. See, I'm just going to, I have to say right now, I am in a yelling mood. I've been in a yelling mood all week. I was yelling on the Stephanie Miller show yesterday. I was yelling with Randy Rhodes yesterday afternoon on the interview show. I was yelling on Monday with Buzz Burbank. I plan to yell more today, so get ready. This is... Uh, authoritarianism authoritarianism this is yet another example of an abuse of power an impeachable abuse of power donald trump abuses his power every t- almost every time he tweets donald trump abuses his power almost every time he speaks up when he starts throwing his weight around about uh puerto rico like oh puerto rico that mayor of san juan where or, yeah who was the mayor um yeah, i forget a woman I, yeah i forget her Blame. name yeah, and she, so, exactly. And so she, because she's nasty to Trump. We, we talk about her a lot at my house. Yeah, Tr- Trump is going to punish the entire island. I'm still like three jokes back about like you've taken away Adam Schiff's security clearance. Adam Schiff, who has devoted years of his adult life to yeah. like the intelligence community and being a, you know, f- impartial arbiter of highly classified information with mm-hmm. professional expertise and a record to back him up. But we give a security clearance to Jared Kushner, who's so fucking stupid he has to cheat on the menu on the child's menu at Denny's. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, yeah. Well, with I mean, the this Jody is... sound. Can we have the Jody sound, please. I think we may have to put that into a compromise song. I just it would work <laughs> at one of those plates where you're building tension and the drums are like. You know. Oh yeah. Oh sure. Maybe you could use this one too. Sweet merciful crap. Because that's basically <laughs> my attitude uh, all week long. But I mean, I'll go back to this. I mean, obviously the the treatment of Adam Schiff right now by Donald Trump, abuse of power, wanting to strip yes. members of Congress of their security clearances, abuse. Now, I of don't power. think he can legally do that with um, them. <laughs> I think that they are separately allowed to have it, and I don't think he can revoke the security clearance. Yeah, yeah no, especially with the gang election. of eight. And the Gang of Eight includes Speaker Pelosi and Mark Warner and Adam Schiff. I mean, it it includes all these people. And I I don't think he can do that legally, but that's just what I'm hearing from people that know better than I. Well, that's I mean, that's absolutely right, Jody. The thing is, though, with Donald Trump is he'll do it 
just to own the libs, just to toss red meat to the red hats. You know what I mean? Right. Like he's just he's going to try it. Like he may tweet about something along those lines. Like I'm right. I hereby announce on Twitter that I'm stripping the following members of Congress of their security clearance. And then, of course, Congress will freak out. This will become a, uh, a legal issue. And, uh, you know, like a lot of things that will end up at the Supreme Court or it'll just or Trump will just ignore it. And like we've often seen with Donald Trump, his actual staff will go, I uh, know he really doesn't mean it. It's just for show. And, and so we, that, that <sighs> that's may the other too. thing yeah. is that what is there ever actual policy because there's always five different messages mm-hmm. from what his press shop spent a week crafting well, I mean, and then what he just goes out and says on the lawn. Yeah. I mean, if this was any normal administration, the entire press would be uh, tearing their hair out going, this is a rudderless White House. This White House is an absolute chaos. There is nothing keeping this White House uh, uh, centered. It is just. It's off its kilter. We've it's got out to of demand control. Better media. Yeah. How do we do this? How do we tell Jake Tapper like, or you know, none of this is normal, and you've got to stop acting that way? And you keep saying over and over, "This is unprecedented." We, but I mean, here's I've got an I've got an answer to your question. I, I absolutely have the answer to the question, and it's a I think it's a simple answer. We have to stop getting sad and depressed every time news goes the wrong way for us. Like every time, like this week, I've been seeing half the people fighting and yelling like they should, and half the people going, "Oh." Oh my God, I'm so depressed. Oh my God, what's going to happen? Oh, I'm so scared. Stop being scared. Get okay, angry. The plane is go filling with the... water. Yeah. Stop crying in your seat yes. and go to the exit. Right, <laughs> right. That is absolutely correct. And we, we cannot win if we just let them steamroll us and we're cr- and, and we cry every time uh, so a, a seeming loss. And I, I would really hesitate to say that this bar memo was a win for Donald Trump. I think this I don't is all ulti- it was. No, I don't think it was either. I mean, what's your what's your justification behind that, Jody? Well, part of it is if it if this were say October 20th, 2020, then yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. But because it's so far out from the election and somebody somewhere whether it's Robert Mueller or somebody else, one of the other prosecutors on the case, Somebody's going to let us see this and or testify in public about what they can testify in public about. My question, though, to people that are actual lawyers and not got their degree from Law and Order. um, (laughs) Kong. Kong, Kong. Um, uh, Unlike I, which did get my law degree from there. actually had that. Bob, I don't know why didn't you why did you have a Law and Order sample? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it in and post. I'll toss it in here somewhere <laughs> after the fact. I just I don't have the kung kung. I don't have that. Yeah, I don't have that. Well, well, my question to these actual legal scholars would be: Nancy Pelosi has a top secret security clearance because yeah. she's the Speaker of the House right. and second in line for the presidency. Um, so therefore, obviously, she can see anything in that report, mm-hmm. whether it's grand jury testimony or classified information regarding methods and sources to gather and tell. Yep. So the question is, to redact the intelligence, <laughs> with the grand jury stuff, I assume she's allowed to see that, yeah. even though some people were not indicted. And, and if that is not the case, I would kind of understand that. But I, Because I, remember, wasn't it reported that there were like 26 sealed indictments, correct? Yeah, there's something okay, like that. There may be a sealed thing. indictment with Hope Hicks. That's another story we want to talk about today. What were you going to say, T-Rex? I have a theory. Okay. That Mueller started digging, mm-hmm. found decades of Russian money laundering in Trump Tower and all this that goes back for years and years, and said, my remit is interference in the election. Mm-hmm. I've 
launched these indictments against certain members of the Trump campaign and the Russian people that I, you know, we have indictments on. He's like, and that part is done. But he's meanwhile sent out these cases, as we know, mm-hmm. to you know mm-hmm. lots of other districts that are criminal cases, and we're not yeah. under his purview. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, he's you know he's saying, okay, these are the things you asked me to opine on, and I have the yeah. rest has to go to criminal courts. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the the question also is like <clears throat> because of because of what you just said, like okay, I just lost my train of thought. I'm smart. <laughs> um, oh, did I derail? And I forgot the third thing. Um, <laughs> I I do that every show. It's so. Don't I, don't feel and bad then that for a happened. second. Yeah. And then and then and then the cat came over and well, it was really cute. Well, well here, here's uh, the thing. I mean, but, it, 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 for Nancy Pelosi to be able to see that information, right? The Justice Department has to give her that information. And as what we know right now is, there are two things happening as far as the cover up goes. And this is absolutely insidious. This is a take to the streets, occupy the grounds around the Justice mm-hmm. Department kind of an emergency here. I'm not making that. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not being funny this is what needs to happen i'm talking about kiev in 2014 that's what needs yeah. to happen outside the justice department a permanent occupation until we see mm-hmm. the unredacted unedited Mueller report that's got to happen right goddamn now and if i was an activist and it an organizer Bob, i would late. do it i hate to tell you this it's the people the narrative has the, well yeah the, i mean the, every, the media narrative has stamped Mueller report doesn't matter and they've already walked away yeah well every second that goes by donald trump is in the in the oval office with his sharpie redacting entire sections of the Mueller report. I guarantee fucking it. Go, Joe. I don't think Trump should be able to look at it. And, and the, okay, it was a 26 sealed indictments because in the, the stupid letter, he said there are no new indictments. Yeah. Which doesn't mean that Trump hasn't been indicted. It doesn't mean that Eric hasn't been indicted. Don mm. Jr., yep. Ivanka, Jared. Mm. Any, it doesn't mean they haven't been. It just means those are sealed indictments we don't know anything about that are already there. Yeah. He just said there weren't any new ones. That's exactly right. And that was one of my first reactions when I heard that, that there might be sealed indictments that we don't know about yet. And in fact, there's a battle going on right now with the grand jury and this mm-hmm. mystery company that we don't know what it is. And they're debating as right. to whether or not they should uh, release the name of this company. And I think they should. I think we need to I know. So. Um, mm-hmm. But but going back to... the reason they're not releasing it is because it's Nation Condom Bank and they can't say it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I possible. Yeah, that's it. They just can't pronounce it. I just it. wanted to insert that, like, at some point I had this vision of, and I don't even remember what movie it was, mm. of, of Barr as that as the ethereal floating little girl going, I'll never tell. What movie is that? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't but, know. But you know what I mean, right? But, it's like well, a Tommy Lee Jones thing or, yeah. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, what I know is this, is that not only is Donald Trump getting a copy of the Mueller report to use to, 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 go, to tear out and entire sections because he he can claim executive privilege that is something that is happening right now meanwhile again going back to what we were saying about nancy pelosi nancy pelosi the the thing that she's going to get is another summary i mean that's what the Uh doj that's what Barr's office has said we're going to give you another summary and it's going to be a matter of weeks before you get that summary why can't if he is so innocent if these people are so goddamn innocent why can we not see this report there are so many more questions this is is raising And, and again this is going back to what you were saying, T-Rex, just a second ago. There was something in the bar memo 
about um, cooperation with the Russian attack. Let's remember the Russian right. attack. Mm-hmm. Those words, the Russian attack, the hacking of the DNC, the hacking of John Podesta, the leaking of those emails through Guccifer and WikiLeaks and Roger Stone, by the way, and then also um, the uh, social media uh, campaign to to turn all kinds of normal people into fucking Trump zombies because of Russian propaganda against Hillary Clinton. So there was that. And that was all, that's all the Russian attack. Now, what we don't know about and what the Barr memo doesn't say a goddamn thing about is about the counterintelligence investigation which most of us were sort of merging into the same bucket as collusion like collusion with the russian attack is kind of all mixed in in our heads with this Mm -hmm. counterintelligence investigation which is that donald trump had all of this business with russia he had the moscow project going on he shelved it sometime in mid 2016 but it doesn't mean that they can't unbox it again after he's president and continue that process as long as donald trump keeps keeps appeasing Vladimir Putin, keeps him on the Trump team. And so that is the other collusion. And and in, in the course of having all of these business contacts, whether it's Trump himself, whether it's the Trump organization, Don Jr., Eric, Ivanka, so on, it, regardless of who it is, there is stacks and stacks of, of compromising information that Russia has on the Trump organization, the Trump family, and so forth, that it can use to smear Donald Trump. And so therefore, Donald Trump has to play ball with Vladimir Putin because he has no choice. He's being blackmailed. One way or another, he is potentially compromised, and we didn't hear a goddamn thing from right. Bill Barr about any of that, right? Mm-hmm. And this is one of the things that makes me crazy is that Again and again and again, the people on "quote unquote" our side are failing to anticipate. Yeah, they're fa- they, you know they they've got this vague idea that he might be a Russian tool, but they're not acting on it. Nope. You know they they're care. not just they're but they, but it's like I like I feel like we need like an ironclad some kind of resolution between both houses of Congress that election day will absolutely positively be on November fourth, twenty twenty, no matter what. November third. Because I feel like. Hmm? Oh, sorry. Third? Third. <laughs> Republicans, it's on. November 4th. The Republicans, you guys vote November 20th, will vote earlier. <laughs> okay, I see. No, yeah. election day is Tuesday, November 3rd. Thank you. Yeah. But I just, I feel like again and again, I, you know, I, I, I think you've heard me say this before. Like the Russians are looking at our country like a virus looks at a host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like smelling out the weak points and go, and just again and again, the United States and the, the, quote unquote smart people have failed to anticipate the unintended consequences of so many things. Yeah. I was listening to a report yesterday on public radio about Facebook and they're like, you know, they did all these user tests and everything, but they didn't ever really fully explore how could this be misused? Mm-hmm. Like with every other device, every toaster oven you buy, every drill, every car, you know, United Labs or somebody has done extensive testing on how mm-hmm. this can fail. Yeah. Like, but I just don't think that our like Silicon Valley brillionaire, you know, overlords have (laughs) failed to think ahead (laughs) about like how this can go wrong. How can this be misused? Like, and you know, like just the whole like DNA twenty three and Me thing. It's just like I'm going to give my DNA to a private company, and then should you ever commit a crime or just whatever reason, like oh, we've got his DNA, it's on file. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, um, my my main concern about that are hackers, hackers getting a hold of your DNA, and and God only knows what can be done with that once uh, they can start doing things with DNA to actually grow it into. They can actually hack it into your body. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, it's possible. But I mean, uh, <laughs> that would make a great uh, Black Mirror episode. Though. Yeah, immediate mm. tragedies first, though. I think uh, let's let's <laughs> let's focus on this tragedy that that's happening and unfolding right now on Capitol Hill, for example, in which. Members of, I mean, every single Republican member of the House Intelligence Committee signed a letter calling for Adam Schiff to resign because because of why? Because of the bar memo? Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? The bar memo, which doesn't yeah. actually exonerate Donald Trump or at all. It, it literally says it does not exonerate him. <laughs> I mean, it's and, a, that, you know, and it's four set four complete sentences out of context and eight sentence fragments from the report. Yep. That's all we know from the report, so That's we right. know nothing. That's right. That's right. So Adam Schiff had to deliver this speech inside the uh, the hearing room of the House Intelligence Committee today that that he never should have had to deliver. I mean, again, we're talking about an unprecedented event here where they're hearing an interpretation of a report that is at least 300 pages based on what we've heard from the New York, New York Times today. I heard and, 700. Yeah, I mean it could be any it could be anything more than 300 pages. That's Oh, it's the, definitely more than 300 pages. That yeah. seems way too short. It does. I it really does. I totally passed out at 31 flavors last night. But I mean this guy <laughs> summarized the report in a Saturday in less time it takes me to write a salon article for God's sake. He was right. we're supposed to believe he read 3 at least 300 pages, absorbed that information and then was able to regurgitate it into a four-page memo over a Saturday, for God's sake. That is horseshit. Mm-hmm. But the Republicans are taking... But you saw his thing on the camera where he was, like, sucking on Trump's toes, where he was just like, what an honor. Oh, is. yeah, uh, in the cabinet room. You know, yeah. I mean, the fix was in. Yeah, yeah. That is the whole reason he got the job. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, this is clear. This is as clear as crystal. And the fact is that well, the Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee are taking that bogus horseshit memo and using it as a pretext to force the chairman of the committee to resign. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, they're going to war against a bunch of people with subpoena power. Exactly. That is, that is ballsy as fuck. And so this well, is a this is a whole other like, thing. I mean, at this point, I think they're going to get away with everything they ever try to do because for whatever reasons, no one is stopping them ever. Yeah. yeah no, I, I think I think Schiff is not going to take it. I mean, I heard part of what he said today, and it's like, yeah, yeah. he basically said "f you" to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> when we come back after we're done talking about bugger off bomb here, we're going to get into Adam Schiff's remarks. I've got uh, two clips oh, of uh, Adam Schiff's uh, statement on the uh, inside the House Intelligence Committee hearing room today, and it's and it's really really worth listening to but first here's what uh the democrats need they need some bugger off bomb to get these goddamn yes, republicans off their backs right bugger off bomb mm-hmm. is my favorite bug repellent i'm going to be using it as soon as the weather heats up and all the swampy bugs and insects come out here in the uh, in the dc swamp literally no one says t-rex no one says jody I love getting bit by flying insects. Everyone hates <laughs> flying insects. Nobody insect. says that? That's so weird. Nobody says that. You know, this. somewhere there's a porn site devoted to it, though, you know? <laughs> That's right. There's a fetish. There's, world. there's like a fe- like a sex fetish where people are having sex and getting bitten, like e- eaten alive by mosquitoes, right? There's got to be something. Japanese. You know, people are now rushing to their Pornhub uh, browser and like... <laughs> Checking it out. Is that really a fetish? Wow, I didn't think there were any any other people I'm like go me. Look that up. <laughs> so, but this is one of the motivations and driving forces behind creating a product that works literally for everyone. Raise your hand if mosquito bites are the worst. Anyone? Hello. 
Bugger off is handmade in small batches by Karen Reese in the wilds of the Pacific Northwest. Here are your four steps to being bug free this summer. One, well, first you got to get your bugger off bomb from buggeroffbomb.com. Promo code BOBC, by the way, for 15% off. You take that bomb and you rub it between your palms. That's step one. Step two, you cover the desired areas where you want to keep the bugs away. Step three, wait and feel the mosquitoes being repelled. There's, I, I don't know that there's a magical vibe that uh, that appears around you that you can actually feel and sense. But I actually can tell you what this is like because I have uh, used a very similar substance that you couldn't get in the United States. A friend of mine brought it back from India, and in India you need major mosquito repellent. Oh, I'm sure. Oh my God. And it's they, it's the mosquitoes get up to your skin and they can't land. Oh really? It's crazy to watch. So you watch them like, like slipping like, around. You like they're slipping. Well, off they your... just they hover and they like they come close and they like, overcome because the like the whatever oils that are, people have discovered that are, are using. I think it's like lemongrass and eucalyptus and stuff. <laughs> uh, and they just they can't stand it. They hate it. Yeah, and so they're funny. like, but they smell skin. And so like I've got to land. I've got to drink some blood. And they can't touch you. It's wow, amazing. that's yeah, that's incredible. And I, I wonder if bugger off bomb works the same way. I, all I know is that it, I would it, lay money that it does. The bugs hate it. They absolutely hate this. And the, the amazing thing about bugger off bomb is that it smells fresh and clean to us. But to the actual bugs are like, yeah, screw you people. We're going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, holy hell, it, it's, it smells way better than any uh, store-bought repellents, too. Bugger off smells clean and fresh. It won't stain your clothing. Plus, no more skeeter bites, uh, another line of defense against any in- insect-borne diseases. It's just ten ninety five at buggeroffbomb.com. But if you use our promo code BOBC, you'll get 15% off your entire order at buggeroffbomb.com. Again, that's promo code B-O-B-C for 15% off B-U-G-G-E-R-O-F-F-B-A-L-M.com. Link in the description below. Use the promo code B-O-B-C. And we thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you again. The Bob Seska Show. This is the Mike Farley Band. I can reach out and touch you, but I can't keep you here. I don't want to return you, but the choices are clear. Yeah, this is a, a song called Far Away from the album Half a World Away by the Mike Farley Band. It's available on iTunes, everywhere great indie music is sold. Mike's also a music manager, and he's tipping me off to all kinds of great indie music. So I really want to thank Mike for helping me out on the uh, indie music front. Uh, oh, the guitars on this are amazing. Yeah. It's something you learn as a singer when you're in the studio. You realize that what you think is a single guitar track is actually a la- like a, just this big multi-layered thing. Oh, my God, yeah. And, um, yeah, it sounds really good. Um, well, of course. It's I- making me sad because I miss my husband. He's in Puerto Rico. Oh, man. Yeah, good luck. You know, by the way, I'm going to link to uh, Michael's music in the description below, so make sure to support the Mike Farley band. And support all of our independent artists, by the way. All right, Look so... Look what you've done, Mike. You've made me cry. Let's <laughs> go get a little more of this. It's a pale shade of blue. It's a mood and a feeling. It's a memory 
love this. Love this stuff. Love playing the indie music. Okay, now back to Adam Schiff. Can I always say one more thing about guitars? Sure, sure, of course. <laughs> just as a quick aside, get Mike's record. But if you ever just want to like your jaw just drop open with beauty and amazement, sit down and listen to Blondie's <laughs> 1980 album Parallel Lines and just listen to the guitars. Okay. Because most of the time when you listen to Blondie, you're listening to Debbie Harry because she's amazing. But everything else going on on those tracks is incredible yeah one of my documentary yeah i mean one of my favorite things is to see those uh documentaries they do where they're in the studio with the actual uh, multi-track uh you know inch and a half tape and the the engineers there and they're playing with all the uh the uh, faders and everything so you can hear the different how the song came together the different layers Mm -hmm. of of the recording it's always mind-blowing whenever you see that like they do that with like uh, which is completely opposite of the experience of being in a studio for musicians yeah being in the studio is like going to the eye doctor for a month (laughs) it's just a lot of high stress what's better this or this yeah one or two one or two one or two Just and like it just and everything's being done again and yeah. again. So like just when people are like, ooh, an exciting documentary about the studio. That's like <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm gonna do It's uh, like an exciting documentary about what Devin Nunez is having for lunch. Oh uh, fuck you that know? guy, by the way. You know, I'm gonna do a uh, mm-hmm. just a matter of yeah, but a programming <laughs> note. As I think sometime this weekend I'm gonna do the countdown show for this past week. Uh, oh yay. Or for this past month with all of our indie bands and play the full length songs and everything like that, maybe talk up to some lyrics and do some fun DJ things along those lines. But yeah, got to give everyone a full play on the show here. So uh, stand by for that. Okay. Uh, by the way, I think that's going to be up on our Patreon page too. Uh, My favorite so far is Cougar the Tiger. Cougar the Tiger, really great. But wait, wait do you hear... Oh, man, Mike Farley uh, from the Mike Farley band actually tipped me off and I got permission to play uh, their music. I got this amazing new... Uh, and it's new music. But it's it's also yacht rock, and and it's so oh, no. fucking <laughs> great. Oh my! It's well, of course, it's the kind of stuff that Chez would go really. Uh, but you know, yeah, I'm, <laughs> but Chez I is like it. me. Chez likes music with a heart on. Well, yeah, that's you know, the thing. I, but, but, I mean, this makes when I hear this music, uh, when I hear this band, and I'm going to premiere it, it on the show. Want to sit down to pee? No. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, when I hear the music, though, I don't want to sit down to pee. What I want to do is, well, it reminds me of being in the car in like 1977 on a road trip with my family. You know what I mean? It's the kind of music that my yeah. dad would play on the radio in the Buick as we it. were driving somewhere, you know? So if it's got that, it, it just, it sounds... It sounds like the 70s, and I can't wait to play it. The recording artists, they're called um, Young Gun Silver Fox, and it's uh, I think uh, they're a duo, and they record just this great yacht rock. And I'm going to premiere it on the show very, very soon. It could be tomorrow on the after party. could be next week. Uh, we'll wait and see on that. But holy shit, so much great music to share with you. Okay, Adam I have an announcement. Okay, last thing I'm going to say before we get to Adam Schiff. Okay, is this about guitars? <laughs> it's about going up on iTunes. My podcast, okay. Come Hell or Fucking High Water, by Monday I will be on iTunes. My twin brother's been hacking away at it because he has a podcast that you guys should check out about musicians who've dealt with mental illness. It's called Crash and Ride. Oh, my great. My brother's name is Patrick Ferguson. He's on Patreon. Go to my page. I'll put up a link to it. Um, but yeah, he's figuring it out because Patreon is set up. It makes it really hard to get your stuff onto iTunes because iTunes doesn't allow for levels of membership. Oh, so yeah. That's whole, right. And Patreon doesn't allow you access to your code page for your um, 
podcast RSS feed. Oh, right. So right. it's a huge, yeah, it's a big pain in the ass, but we are cracking it, and you will soon be able to get me on iTunes, and I'm like super excited. About it'd that. be really funny if uh, if your brother like popped into your place and and joined us on the show, but but said it was you the whole time. Like if you and your brother switched places and didn't tell anyone on the show, <laughs> like, didn't tell me. You would instantaneously know the difference. Oh, really? Your voices don't sound the same? Uh, you. You're just going to have to meet him. Okay. We are right, exactly right. alike in totally different ways. But let's talk about <laughs> so Adam fascinating. Schiff. Okay, Adam Schiff. All right. Adam Schiff, him. yes. Adam Schiff is, uh, is uh, I would say he's embattled right now, but he's not taking it sitting down. He is no, sticking not. it right to that cow motherfucker, Devin Nunes, who was sitting right next to him. He kept glancing over. Adam Schiff is on fire right now. This is Adam Schiff in, in the uh, hearing room of the House Intelligence Committee earlier today. Okay. That the Russians offered dirt. Oh, yeah. By the way, that, that clip is cut off at the beginning. It's, he's saying it's not okay. 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 That the Russians offered dirt on a Democratic candidate for president as part of what was described as the Russian government's effort to help the Trump campaign. You might think that's okay. My colleagues might think it's okay that when that was offered to the son of the president, who had a pivotal role in the campaign, that the president's son did not call the FBI. Mm-hmm. He did not adamantly refuse that foreign help. No, instead that son said that he would love the help of the Russians. You might think it's okay that he took that meeting. You might think it's okay that Paul Manafort, the campaign chair, someone with great experience in running campaigns, also took that meeting. You might think it's okay. And we know that it happened because he confessed to it. He dropped the emails online. He dropped the text messages like we online. Need a we know what happened. With this. Yeah, I know. You, know, you yeah. might think it's okay. No, we no, don't. We don't. You know, like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Let, let's the three of us do that. I, I don't know if we'll be able to synchronize ourselves because of the delay, but we'll but try. We can sure give it a try. <laughs> okay. What is the what is the refrain? No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. Okay, let's try that. All right. That the president's son-in-law also took that meeting. You might think it's okay that they concealed it from the public. You might think it's okay that their only disappointment after that meeting was that the dirt they received on Hillary Clinton wasn't better. See, now it doesn't, it doesn't want, quite work because there was too much space his, between his cadence, them. We've skipped, he's, he's, he's moved to a different cadence. <laughs> yeah, he's screwing us up. With our, he's screwing up our bit. We're the God worst rappers in the world. He's screwing up our, we, our, our queen callbacks <laughs> to... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this is, that's right, Adam Schiff. I'm going to send him an email and say, "Stop screwing up our call and response, Adam Schiff." I really want him to get fired up. I want him to rip open his shirt and have a big Superman ass or something. He wants Mueller to come and testify. Investigate Russia just posted that earlier. Oh, that's today, great! So. Yeah, well, that he wants, has to I happen. want Mueller to testify. He has to. He has to testify now. Like they need to yes. get him in now, now, yes. now, 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 now. Okay, let's. This is what you've heard me talk about. It's all taking so long, and one, you know, again and again and again, the bad guys have outmaneuvered us because they've taken. We have. Acted in good faith. Yeah. They and will follow the rules. It's such a good and, point. They they are acting without any faith whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They're acting being... No, they look for our gestures of good faith as ways to exploit us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. All right, let's continue with the uh, uh, Congressman Schiff. I think that's okay. You might think it's okay that when it was discovered a year later that they lied about that meeting. And said it was about adoptions. You might think it's okay that the president is reported to have helped dictate that lie. You might think that's okay. I don't. 
You might think it's okay that the campaign chairman of a presidential campaign would offer information about that campaign to a Russian oligarch in exchange for money or debt forgiveness. You might think that's okay. I don't. Neither do we. You might think it's okay. No, we don't. No, we don't. (laughs) That that campaign chairman offered polling data. Campaign polling data to someone linked to Russian intelligence. I don't think that's okay. You might think it's okay that the president himself called on Russia to hack his opponent's emails if they were listening. You might think it's okay that later that day, in fact, the Russians attempted to hack a server affiliated with that campaign. I don't think that's okay. Neither do we. Here's the, that's, do we. The, that's the first section. Here's the second section. And thanks again to Aaron Rupar. Uh, again, See, Aaron I'm Rupar. I'm already mad at Schiff now because he, this should have been half as long. They, you've got to punch them with the message has got to be short. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, well, and, but any single like one of these things can be extracted in a, into its own bite. You see what I mean? Like anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's going into stanzas now. Well, and it's like, you know, sound bites don't have fucking stanzas. <laughs> like, yeah. you just well, but and he's an algebra teacher. The, the only other thing people. I mean, the only other thing he can do in response to them calling for uh his resignation beyond delivering a speech like this though is to uh is to hold them somehow in contempt or something or to somehow retaliate against them with some sort of uh, uh some sort of action that only the chairman can uh, can orchestrate i mean that would be the only I'm real thinking flash bang grenade on the house floor. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> that i think uh, you may be on to something with that but i think this is uh this is fantastic because these are things that need to be entered into the congressional record. This isn't just about delivering a soundbite for MSNBC to play. This is about entering all of these facts into the congressional record because right now the truth is under attack in this country and the president is orchestrating that attack. We are not getting the full picture of what is said in the Mueller report. We're not getting the full picture through the Department of Justice and the Attorney General, Donald Trump's hand-picked Attorney General, and we're not getting the full picture from anyone who's associated we're not even getting the full picture from robert Mueller himself yet okay yet. so so right now it's it's a in in vital interest not only for the the truth to come out but for history to remember what these charges are and that these charges the things that he is listing we have reams of evidence to verify mm-hmm. we've got volumes and volumes of evidence including don jr's own emails the things that we see in clear view by the president this adjoins to the the counterintelligence investigation this joins to uh donald trump and his people being compromised b- by russia because they would rather seal the deal on a trump tower moscow or some other fucking thing than to do what is right for the american people it's is mm-hmm. fucking staggering. So let we're gonna we're gonna here's the second part of uh, Adam Schiff. This this part is about the same length as the previous section. Part the second. Part the second. Here you might go. think that it's okay that the president's son-in-law sought to establish a secret back channel of communications with the Russians through a Russian diplomatic facility. Yep, admitted to it. I don't think that's okay. You might think it's okay that an associate of the president made direct contact with the GRU through Guccifer 2 and WikiLeaks and considered, that is considered a hostile intelligence agency. We've got the text messages. You might think that it's okay a senior campaign official 
Yeah, we got that. That's right. He was just talking about Roger Stone. We have the text mm-hmm. messages between Roger Stone and WikiLeaks. We have that documentation. This yeah. happened. We're not going crazy. You listening right now in your car or in your house or at your computer, you're not crazy. You saw all of these happen. These things happening. I saw them happening. David saw them happening. Jody saw them happening. We all saw them happening. Mm-hmm. This is real. And for them to say that it's all bullshit and a tinfoil hat conspiracy is a fucking crime against the truth. It's a crime Mm -hmm. against intellectual honesty. And for members of Congress and the president to do this, this is an abuse of power. This is an obstruction of justice. And it needs to be met with equal force. Okay, back to... I really, I I do want to see something hit them so hard. And scene. I just had to say that. (laughs) That was nice. That was nice. Why don't I have patriotic music to go behind something like that? All right. And the historic... Whatever actor is playing you... It's doing it in the, you know, and the, he says, at long last, how do you know decency, sir? That's right. That's absolutely right. What were we, we going to say, T-Rex, though? Oh, now I don't know. Oh, I just, you have to, like, I mean, you have to punch, like, so hard. You, I mean, we've, the, we've got to learn talking sound bites. Because that's one that, I mean, Fox News has learned to talk to stupid people. Yeah. And the chapter of the book I'm working on right now, and I've talked to you about this before, Bob, about how, like, they do know that they are wrong. Mm. Racists know that they of are wrong. Of course they do. Yeah. But just like smoking or too or drinking too much or taking cocaine, you know it's wrong, but it makes you feel better mm. for a little mm-hmm. bit. And so we've got to start talking to them like people coming to their first AA meeting and yeah. be like, I know that because it's hurting them and their lives are not good. They're not happy people. You can talk to the trolls on Twitter and see that lives are full of anguish and screaming mm. and just be like, look, the drug you're taking is not good for you. Yeah. And Fox News is a drug. Like mm-hmm. this, this two minutes hate that. I mean, to me, the the only thing that George Orwell missed with the two minutes hate was the duration. Yeah. He did not anticipate. Yeah. He thought two minutes was going to handle it. When it turns out, it could be a twenty four seven news cycle. So right. I mean, well, this is. I mean, this is a yet another example of give them an inch and they take a mile. You throw in a little quote like uh, Bob Barr did or Bill Barr did. I, Keep doing that. You know what? On Monday, just call I was, him William. I was, you know what? I was calling him Buzz. Just call him Bar. Buzz. Just call him Bar. Buzz. Just like, remember, like seventeen bar. felony charges yes. walked into a bar. Right. Bar. Walked into a bar. Exactly. Bar. Okay. I got. A, I'm inserting Bar into my brain. It's his name is Bob. Bill Bar. William Bar. Okay. I think I've got it memorized. Okay. So Bar. I forget what I was even going to say about Bar. <laughs> I guess it doesn't even matter. But I'm, uh, I'm rubbing off on you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's get back down. Let's get uh, back down. Actually, for some reason, everybody I know this week has been. Having having moments where the I think it's spring fever or whatever where just like the bicycle chain slips off the sprocket in their head <laughs> for a second you know I think it's just and overload just like, I think it's I think it's stress yeah. I it think is. it's I it think is. it's a factual overload I think there are so many things going on again I mean they're trying to defund the fucking special olympics for god's sake of all things all she has to do it's is sell one fucking yacht right and I saw that it. you posted that it's like Betsy DeVos could sell a single yacht and not be out of yachts you're right <laughs> <laughs> and still have like 12 more yachts. I hate that family. Her and Eric Prince. Eric Prince's whole just like, oh, I just happened to be in the Seychelles and saw a Russian oligarch and a member of the Saudi royal family at a table mm-hmm. and was like, let me just grab a beer with these guys. What world is this? I just, oh, God. Yes, I know. I know. Well, let's let's hear more from Adam Schiff before we all uh, uh, <laughs> have a conniption fit. Was instructed to reach that associate and find out what that hostile intelligence agency had to say in terms of dirt on his opponent. 
You might think it's okay that the national security advisor designate secretly conferred with a Russian ambassador about undermining U.S. sanctions. And you might think it's okay he lied about it to the FBI. Mm -hmm. You might say that's all okay. You might say that's just what you need to do to win. But I don't think it's okay. I think it's immoral. I think it's unethical. Yep. I think it's unpatriotic. Yep. And yes, I think it's corrupt mm -hmm. and evidence of collusion. Now, I have always said that the question of whether this amounts to proof of conspiracy was another matter. Whether the special counsel could prove beyond a reasonable doubt the proof of that crime would be up to the special counsel, and I would accept his decision, and I do. He's a good and honorable man, and he is a good prosecutor. But I do not think that conduct, criminal or not, is okay. And the day we do think that's okay is the day we will look back and say that is the day America lost its way. Yep. And I will tell you one more thing that is apropos of the hearing today. I don't think it's okay that during a presidential campaign, Mr. Trump sought the Kremlin's help to consummate a real estate deal in Moscow that mm -hmm. would make him a fortune. According to the special counsel, hundreds of millions of dollars. I don't think it's okay that he concealed it from the public. All right, that, that's about as much as I have here. That's about as much as I gr could grab before doing the show today. But I think that's enough. I think you got the idea. Say. Okay, my friend. <laughs> Jerry Blank, right? Um, <laughs> the only reason that he hasn't been charged with conspiracy yeah. is because Trump is a fucking illiterate. <laughs> and nothing that actually touches him is on paper. Yeah. Because True. he has to be spoken to right. with colors and charts and pictures because he can't fucking read. He's got so a lot of buffers. There's never going to be yeah. a mimeographed yeah. note that said, hey, Vlad, let's collude. Right. Check one, yes or no, mm -hmm. Trump. Yeah. You know, and so like the, all the circumstantial evidence is there. But, and I was saying it's kind of like a mob boss. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure yes. I read that like Capone did kind of a similar thing where just nothing was ever on paper that got in his immediate vicinity. Yep. Yeah. Um, because it could never be produced, you know, verbal test. So, like, well, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I think Mueller couldn't ultimately prove any sort of coordination on the Russian attack against the election. I think he couldn't prove it. We still exactly. don't know that. That's wait, what I'm wait, saying. Wait, 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 Bob. They, they the 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 bar letter says the Russian government, not Russian. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's exactly. Very specific in its wording. It's not saying Russians didn't conspire with these people. Right. It's saying the Russian government. Per se didn't. Okay. It, it, it's they're yeah, very the, the wording is very specific mm. as to not not it doesn't discount Russians that interfered and worked with people on the campaign. It just says government officials may not have. That's a that's a great point. And in fact, that's entirely the case. So in fact, if if they weren't able to Rabolalev or No. No, or, yeah. or, or it doesn't say anything yeah. specific about any specific Russians, the 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 redheaded lady that was sleeping with everybody. Um, from the NRA, yeah. But wait, before before I continue, before we continue, I want to give you guys some kind of good news. Okay, let's hear it. Eighty four percent, according to Quinnip, Quinnip, I can never pronounce this. Quinnip, Quinnip, yeah, that's Quinnipiac. it. Thank you, yeah. Quinnipiac. If I don't read it, I can say it. Um, Eighty four percent of American voters want the Mueller investigation made public, which includes seventy five percent of Republicans. Mm, nice. nice. Quinnipiac is a good polling company. Yeah. You know, they're they're. It's they not like it's lead right. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So, if it's seventy-five percent of Republicans and ninety-three percent of Democrats want this publicly released, Trump is losing this 
week. Yeah. I mean, th- he could do one thing. If he was so confident in his release innocence it. and all this, declassify the Mueller yeah. report and release it to the public. Remember, the, exactly. the Ken Starr report was sold in fucking <laughs> bookstores. Book two days later. Yes, you could go no, to the, the mall. After you could get it printed. Yeah. yeah. You could just go in and be like, could you print me out that star report? And sure. Kiko's like, sure, here we go. Here we <laughs> Good go. luck. Two cents a trick, page. Before I forget, Jody, yeah. yes. the way I learned to say Quinnipiac when I was doing a radio um, was <laughs> I would sing it in my head. Nick, ah. Nick, Quinnipiac. <laughs> You'll never get. You'll never get. What is that? Knickknack Quinnipiac. That's awesome. That's great. Oh my god, Quinnipiac. I gotta get. I want a jingle of that every time we do a polegasm, and and we have to talk about Quinnipiac. It's like John uh, uh, Michelis. Let's see. I can't even say it. Joe (laughs) Michelis. I can't do it. I'm gonna be over here now, not pronouncing words. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so glad it's not me today. It's so often me. Where I'm just like, I, I but got... But now I can say Mayor Pete's last name. It is Buttigieg. So <laughs> I've go. got See, that down. There's something. See, I mean, here's what I always do. And people who listen to the show know this. I'm not telling them anything new. But I always say, I've got three reasons why this is going on. Number one, this. Number two, this. And number three, I don't remember number three. <laughs> that always happens on this show. So, you could um, be the... The problem the, the, is I worked in food service for so long and had so many stoner roommates that I forget that it's a Rick Perry joke. <laughs> It is. <laughs> that's well, true. And yes. that's it. You could all. You could be the uh, head of the energy department. I know. I know, and it, and it annoys me to no end that I'm on the same <laughs> level as far as that goes with Rick fucking Perry. What's that? How mighty is Hillary Clinton? I mean, when you they say you judge a man better or women better by their enemies and their mm-hmm. friends, Putin, Trump. Yeah. The Saudis, the Seychelles, yeah, the Qatar. I mean, everybody. I mean, and she still won the popular vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and people were like, "She ran a terrible campaign." I don't like you, and it's just like, "No, fuck you." Yeah. She had like most powerful forces of evil in the world arrayed against her in, gr- oh, in yeah. concert, coordinating yeah. with each other. Um, yeah, these guys were terrified of Hillary Clinton becoming president, and and mm-hmm. of course there were all kinds of other reasons why. But I mean. That was and the now main they're one. Going about themselves, President AOC in a decade. <laughs> That's like, right. It come to backlash. Absolutely. Okay, so Donald Trump called for the forced resignation of Adam Schiff today. Again, you know, uh, an, another uh, potential constitutional crisis in all of this. Of course, the president can't call for the forced resignation. Why? There can never be and a forced resignation. Meanwhile, Devin is actually kneecapping the investigation, uh-huh. breaking the law, getting uh-huh. recused, and not leaving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what he should do. If they do some kind of forced resignation, Adam Schiff should be like, okay, I'll just do like Devin. I'll still be here. I'll still take notes. I'll still contribute. I'll still participate. Yeah. But I'm recused. And guess what? The Democrats still would run the the committee anyway. So I just don't understand. Like, what's the point? Adam Schiff would still be on the committee. Yeah, right. Well, and we still don't know why the fuck uh, Devin Nunes was delivering documents to the White House. Exactly. We don't know anything uh, with regard to what Mueller has to say about that aspect of this mm-hmm. gigantic clusterfuck. I mean, this is these are all just tantalizing questions that remain unanswered. And, and so, obviously, we're going to sit here going, well, I mean, based on everything we know about Donald Trump and everything surrounding Donald Trump, clearly 
This is a cover-up. Clearly, they are not allowing us to see all of this damaging information against Donald Trump. You know, I remember, I think it was the morning that we finally got the, I think it was like sometime Sunday morning. There was a story going around Twitter, and I know that's always a terrible way to preface some information, right? (laughs) But there was a story going around from a reputable source whose name I forget, but I mean, that's standard operating procedure. Here we are. We can't remember shit because there's so much stuff going on. But the story that was going around was that the, the Mueller report contained damaging information about the president. I mean, that was the extent of what we heard uh, Sunday prior to the bar memo coming out. And I want to know what that damaging information is, if it exists. I mean, again, this report could entirely... Well, it actually it doesn't because it says, because Bill Barr ex- admitted that, it's, that it does not exonerate Donald Trump. It does not exonerate Donald Trump. How many times can we repeat? It does not exonerate Donald Trump. Donald Trump saying... Donald Trump saying repeatedly uh, Sunday and Monday that the report is a total exoneration of him is an abuse of power. He is mm-hmm. lying. He just saw the word exoneration and everything else went red. And black. <laughs> yeah. Like I, uh, like I said on Stephanie's show the other day, it's the bar letter is like a movie review that has ellipses everywhere yeah. around the words that are positive. Mm-hmm. That's you exactly know? what I was going to say. Fantastic. Oh my God, it's fantastic. Wow. It's stupendous, but it's stupendously awful. Failure. You know, yeah. it's a fail. You know, it's a fantastic failure. You know, it, it's it's that's what the bar letter is. It's it's a crafted thing to make him look. A certain way. The mm-hmm. fact that he included the does not exonerate is interesting in, in the sense that he thought that that would make everybody that really wants to see the report go, well, then it says it doesn't exonerate, so we're fine with the letter. I think that's the only yeah. reason he put that in there. Yeah. And then there's this other news uh, with Mark Carallo, who used to work in the White House Counsel's office. I mean, this is a Trump appointee. Is he the golf caddy? Inside the... <laughs> no, no. This guy is actually a White House lawyer, or former White House lawyer. And he spoke to ABC News's The Investigation. I think that's the name of the podcast. We're going to talk about that bit of information after one last break, back with more show after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Seska. Oh yeah. I hold not hate no regret. It's just something I have to say. Funny how two years of work can change in the chorus of a day. Oh, what? 
Hey, I just realized this one will also make you cry, T-Rex. <laughs> a thousand miles away. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. I lost everybody. The goth ninjas are gone. Something's going on with their feed. I don't know what's Hello. happening. Oh, there they are. Hello. Hi. Oh, hi. hi. I lost you all. Okay. Yeah, there. I did too. Okay. Well, you, then you missed the music. I heard some of it. Yeah, okay. it sounds like against me. I like it. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, good. Um, actually, you know, like, it's got that righteous, like the sky is like, it's like the Shane, it's like the, what's his name from the Pogues? Shane McGowan's yeah. enunciation where it's like, I'm fucking dead. It's just like, you're so angry. <laughs> that you, it's like, yeah. Who was that again? This is a band called After the Fight. The uh, song is called <laughs> Shoddy Butchers Get What's Coming. That's the name of the song, nice. and it's from the album Basura Solamente. This is after the fight, after the fight.bandcamp.com. Link in the description below. I love it. This is, uh, I love it when I get something that's not necessarily the standard kind of indie rock that we normally get, and uh, getting some punk pop music is just fucking yeah. fantastic. So, after the fight, and again, the song is called Shoddy Butchers Get What's Coming. Uh, watch for it in the countdown show coming up any day now. Okay. Getting back into it. What's that? Yeah. I always talk about being a punk rocker and everything. And I do I do like a lot of punk music, but really, my roots are in New Wave. Oh, yeah. And Jody can attest to this since we both know every single word of the lyrics to ABC's album, The Lexicon of Love. <laughs> I do know that record. I have it on vinyl. <laughs> I do, wow, too. Wow. We bonded great over record. this recently. That's it's a, a great brilliant record. record. It's Trevor Horn, the video killed great the radio record. star guy. He produced it. Yeah, and of course Trevor Horn was in uh, Yes. He was the lead singer of Yes for one album, believe it or not. And uh, really? so, was, uh, yeah, and uh, and then he also produced Nine Hundred One Two Five. He produced the Yes album Nine Hundred One Two Five with Owen Overlong. I have Harder. that record on vinyl too. Yeah, I have it on everything. I have it on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I have a T-shirt. During the Bubble Genius commercial, I had an idea. Okay. That we need to do. We need to either one of our podcasts needs to do a bumper sticker campaign that just says drink bleach to own the libs 2020 <laughs> yes <laughs> why don't we encourage more owning the libs by you know t- taking your own health care acts exactly things like, like that yeah. All right, so this set guy, yourself on fire to own the libs. So this guy Mark Corallo uh, used to work in the White House uh, Counsel's Office in, in, for the Trump White House, and he was on this podcast called The Investigation with ABC News's Chris Vlasto. And among other things, he said um, he said that Hope Hicks this is all about Hope Hicks and the cover up of the Trump Tower meeting with Don Jr. and Paul Manafort and Jared Kushner and about a thousand different Russians claiming you have information dirt uh, from about Hillary Clinton that was stolen by the Russian military intelligence agency and the uh, Internet Research Agency and all that. Um this uh, this is really revealing because what this guy describes is the entire scene on Air Force One when they're busily trying to cover it up, and he says that uh, he says he that, was for that what's that didn't he resign over all that right I, I think he did what he describes Hope Hicks as having done is suggesting that there's documentation to prove that this meeting happened and why it happened, but she said no one's ever going to see those documents. She actually with with Donald Trump in the room, with Mark Corallo in the room, probably Don McGahn. I don't know who else was in the room uh, on Air Force One during this meeting, but D- Donald Trump certainly was. Hope Hicks certainly was. And, and Hope Hicks is talking about burying or somehow destroying documents, making sure that any investigations don't end up turning <laughs> up the documentation surrounding why the Trump Tower meeting happened. And we're so supposed to sure say it in front of a room full of people. Wink, wink. You know? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. They're the worst criminals. Ever. But never trust a woman who has not figured out that the smoky eye is strictly for evil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I found... Her just constantly looks like she put binoculars with the charcoal thing on them. <laughs> with the trick. Yes. Just, I'm just like, I love honey, that. Yeah, yeah. It drives me nuts. I'm well, just like... Well, yeah. Isn't she supposed to testify to the house? Um, I, I, she's gonna, she's in LA. Isn't, it, isn't she doing it in California? She went to LA to work for somebody. I, I think I'm, I'm fairly certain she's already testified, uh, at least once, maybe prior to the election. Um, maybe. when it was still controlled by the Republicans, but I thought that I, yeah, I thought that the Schiff or somebody else is calling her back. Yeah, yeah there maybe. are people they're bringing back because they never had to answer any real, right. real questions from Jim Jordan and. Yeah. Well, here's here's what Mark Corallo said, and this should be outrageous to everyone. And I just pointed out that the statement that they put out on Air Force One, or from Air Force One, was inaccurate, that this was not going to go away. And because it was an accurate and it, an inaccurate statement, it was only going to inflame the story over the next few days. And eventually, the New York Times and every other you know, media outlet was going to get the truth. And then they were going to look, well, the way they did. And like they were trying the to hide investigation something. blow up after that. Right. That, that was the, the Yeah, the and so I pointed out that, that the statement was inaccurate and that there were documents that I, under, that, I, that I understood. There were documents that would prove that. Hope Hicks replied to me when I, when I said, look, there are, you know, there are documents. She said, well, nobody's ever going to see those documents, which, you know, made my throat dry up immediately and I, was, you know, like, and I just at that point I just said Mr. President we can't talk about this anymore you got to talk to your lawyers um, and for me it was just the fact that she was even A that you would say something like that in the presence of the President of the United States that you would not be aware that that could be construed as obstruction right the, the threat to withhold documents like what does that mean There's, no one's ever going to see them what are you going to destroy them she what? showed a complete lack of understanding of the situation it was in over her head Again, not a mention of the, any of this kind of shit in the uh, in the bar memo, and I'm certain that this is included in all of the obstruction charges that mm -hmm. Robert Mueller lays out in the Mueller report. Because what we know, and I know Jody, you've been focused on this too, on the obstruction side of the the bar mm -hmm. memo, is that. Um, Robert Mueller outlined um, reason, things that we have seen in plain view, things that have been reported on in public. He reported on all of those obstruction examples and more. There were and, other yeah, things. The, and more is what scares me. Is like, what were yeah. they talking about that we don't know about? Yeah, what other examples of obstruction of justice are there that we haven't heard through the press? And that's the big question, and that's what we don't know, and that's what we could end up never, ever in a million years seeing if Donald Trump has his way, if Donald Trump with his Sharpie in the Oval Office is just blacking well, out entire charges. You know, I don't make a lot of predictions, and I don't make. I'm, you know, we're going to get that information. I, even if I have to go and break into a building and get it for myself, and bring it to your house. <laughs> that is so great. That information is coming out, buddy. I would love There's that. No way. Yeah, this I think is, it will too. This is maybe the only the only thing I agree with Julian Assange about is this information wants to be free. You know what it's time yeah. for? My people go. You know what has to happen? Goth ninjas assemble. <laughs> You know, I gotta say, I don't think there's any phrase that sums up the Trump administration better than a, cle a complete lack of understanding. Yeah. That should be the show title. The <laughs> complete lack of understanding. There you go. That's perfect. Of the gravity of the situation and what the trouble they're in. I mean, I it's just because they just walked into, like, you know, like the fucking like, super gladiator challenge, expecting that they were gonna, like, have a, like, you know, McDonald's playground. 
a yeah. ball pit. You know, it's just like they just are totally like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, you guys need and to put it's on. Starting your... to really freak me out. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's 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 been freaking me out for four days now. God damn it! And you know, it, it's like it, it, there's a feeling of of helplessness. And I can't even imagine what that feeling would be like if the Democrats didn't win the House back. I mean, no my kidding. God, talk about a possibility that is absolutely chilling that that would have. But that feeling of helplessness is weaponized against you. Yeah. Well, that's, that's true. Yeah. They are absolutely positively cultivating that. And that's why I think they went after the ACA right now. Because remember, own the libs. It's like they know that's a, a raw nerve. And so they're like, we just got them on the Mueller thing. Let's hit them with the ACA now and just make them so... D- Full of despair. Yeah. I th- and so I angry. Think, Go ahead. I don't think going after the ACA was smart politically. No, absolutely not. It's it was not a big politics. mistake. It's not, it's not policy. It's tactics. It's like, let's make them upset. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's owning if the lips. keep them I mean, upset and off balance and overwhelmed, eventually they will check out. Yeah. Well, I, think, I think that particular thing, more than the Mueller report, is pissing people off. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and, and anger is a, an amazing motivator. For I people to get on the horn and, and bitch and mo- yeah, I think that the, the, going after the ACA was a really bad strategic move politically and narratively. Yeah, because I agree. it's like, dude, seriously, you don't have a plan. Yeah. So if you said, okay, we're not going to defend the ACA anymore. This is our right. This is our bullet point idea of what we want to do. Then you have a discussion and an argument and all of that, but they're just saying, "eh, we're not going to defend it anymore." Yeah, and in fact, you know, this thing well, could end the, up being upheld by. I mean, the the ACA could end up being upheld by the Supreme Court, and it would mm-hmm. still Again. be da- and it should yes. still be damaging for Trump the fact that he tried to deliberately kill it this way by right. actually going to the nuclear option by saying mm-hmm. we are no longer going to defend this to the point where some judge could end up saying, "Nope, strike it all down. It no longer mm-hmm. exists. The ACA poof is gone." Just like like mm-hmm. the end of uh, usual specific suspects just like that it's gone and 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 that's all that needs oh just like the end of avengers for fuck's sake the avengers infinity war where everyone just disappears into a a cloud of uh, ashes they're coming back don't tell me they're all gone forever bob (laughs) i know i don't know what's gonna happen in endgame i don't know what's gonna happen with thanos millions of dollars of box office money unclaimed (laughs) (laughs) but i mean let's talk about the aca here for a second before we go uh over into the post-mortem show and and this is the the thing one of the many things that staggers me about this move is that i I don't think a lot of these red hats realize that all of the consumer protections inside the Affordable Care Act, and I would wager that a considerable chunk, I would say a good one third of the Affordable Care Act is consumer protections. These consumer uh, protections apply to not just people who have health insurance policies that are purchased through the exchanges. These, yeah, these consumer protections apply to everyone with health insurance, everyone it makes your health insurance red hat better than it ever was before. It makes sure that your they deductibles can't say are capped. Policies, yeah, exactly. You know, and make sure that they can't charge you for things that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't you overcharge know. women anymore. Exactly. Hi. The, the deductibles um, are capped. The copays are capped. The premiums are capped. Stuff, yeah, it reminds yeah. me of out that of pocket cartoon. is capped. Yeah. Yep. When they when house pets go libertarian. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> no. Google no. It. There's a goldfish like in an aquarium, and he's like, 
What is this pool filter, this air, this water filter for? It's been here forever, but what's it really doing? Yeah. We don't need it, you know. And the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's and exactly the house what we're cat seeing. Is sitting on the person's lap, going, you know, if mm-hmm. other cats were as special and fabulous as I am, they would have this kind of life too, <laughs> you know. Just like, yeah, it's it, it just oh, the whole man. like libertarian Republican like. Yeah. Let's just like, huh, this environmental regulatory thing doesn't seem to be doing anything. <laughs> the air seems fine. Yeah. Let's turn it off. Yep. Yep. You dumbasses. Wait, it's like wait, these people just who start taking antidepressants points. What, what? feel uh, a little bit better and they stop taking them. Go, Jody. It sounds right. like Jody yeah, has go ahead. Now, uh, Talking Points Memo is reporting that um, prosecutors in D.C. are close to charging Greg Craig, the Obama White House counsel who's worked for Ukraine and snared him in a special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation. I say bring up Obama, have him testify yeah. about what out. happened. That's weird. So Greg, wait, wait a minute, Greg Craig? Greg Craig is, is the White House counsel, yeah. Yeah, I remember but him. He but left I, the administration, or maybe before, he was involved with one of those, This there apparently seems to be this cottage industry in D.C. of propping mm-hmm. up corrupt regimes in Ukraine. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. He's like part of one of those efforts, like Manafort was, yeah. where they're getting like millions of dollars of embezzled money from the Ukrainian treasury because the Russian pro-Russian party has gotten in control temporarily. They're <sighs> out of control now, which is why they're invading. I know kind of a lot about this because I was working all things considered shifts when all that was going down. Wow, <laughs> wow. And so I had, you know, the... That's um, not good. I mean, here, here's no, it's not good. Here's my final thought for the day. Um, I, I'm going to be Jerry Springer again. My final thought um, <laughs> is that Donald Trump and his behavior and his criminality and everything that is ghoulish and monstrous about him needs to be snapped back. He needs to be. He needs to be taught a lesson and i'm talking about a legal one i'm talking about uh one that may come from congress i'm talking about some colossal thing that he cannot deny this has to like land on his gigantic pumpkin head like a thousand pianos and a thousand anvils and a thousand uh, bowling balls in just Mm. one giant heap so that he cannot wiggle out something needs to happen and it doesn't even need to be something that'll send him to prison or take away his presidency it just needs to be something that is undeniably um, uh, incriminating something that is awful that he cannot wiggle out of he needs to be his ego and his sense of entitlement and his whining and every bit of it needs to be crushed and even if it's temporary even if it only lasts a couple of days something needs to happen i mean whether it's uh, another kind of access hollywood kind of tape or some other thing uh, involving the Mueller report something has got to happen along those lines because this is a man who is absolutely out of control and this could include all kinds of terrible things. Remember the template that he's operating off of. The Vladimir Putin template. The Erdogan mm-hmm. template. The Filipino template. The Which Kim Jong-un template. In civil war is what yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is literally like, using the, the terms uh, uh, coup, and he's using mm-hmm. the terms treason. I mean, mm-hmm. my God, the president of the United States is accusing American citizens of a coup attempt and treason. So that going back to what I was saying at the top of the show, if he starts to act on this, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's where uh, we no longer have a functioning democracy. As soon as the president starts doing that, and if he is not snapped back, if he is not snapped before it, or while he's trying to do it, um, good Lord, what happens after that? We don't even know. We're so far 
outside the mainstream right now in terms of how presidents are supposed to behave. We don't know what to guess is going to happen next. It's just like, you know, on, on Monday's show, we played that clip by John Mulaney where he's talking about a horse is loose in the hospital. We don't know what the horse is going to do next. It's terrifying when we don't hear from the horse for a day. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just we, someone let a bunch of people, uh, 62 million people, let a horse into a hospital. And again, where he goes from there, uh, there's no telling because he's erratic. He's mentally unstable. Uh, Randy Rhodes thinks that he's on uh, crystal meth or some sort of really serious street, like a street drug. Really? She thinks it's street drugs and not just stuff you can get legally? I think think generally she thinks he's a speed addict and I wouldn't disagree with that. All he has to do is crush up the Adderall. I mean... But she did use the word crystal meth or she used meth in some some form on yesterday's show. Wow. She didn't personally (laughs) use it. She's saying Donald Trump is using it. No, I, I just know, want to make I, sure I, I'm yeah, clear. It's, oh, I didn't think Stephanie was like crunching yeah. out lines of meth on the desk. <laughs> you know, it's funny. She's like, this is, the extra bottle of wine's not doing it anymore, folks. <laughs> when, when so I was now in, we're going in. I mean, <laughs> but I urge you guys, I don't know if you ever listened to the Smiths. Uh, there yes, was a of time course. in the 80s when it felt like Margaret Thatcher was never going to go away. And that she was going to continue <laughs> to keep saying things like, those poor orphans have brought this on themselves, you know, yeah. or like the coal miners, you know, are just getting above their station. Yeah. And, and there was a Smith song. It's like the last song, I think, maybe next mm-hmm. to last. I don't know. It may, it may even be a Morrissey song, but it's an ode to Margaret Thatcher. And she was still like, he's just like, when will you die? <laughs> You're making Jen when Kirkman very, die? very happy right now. Jen, <laughs> I know um, Jen Kirkman's a right, huge Morrissey just, fan. Like, remember that, like, what? There is like, he'll die eventually. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Like, All right. I was just like, what? This is in our history. We may be piles of radioactive ash, but <laughs> let's like go back and remember that like at one point Margaret Thatcher seemed invincible and she couldn't, you know, she can't keep getting away with it. Yeah, I know. You know but yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, eventually he will fall. I hope so. I um, hope you're he right. Can't keep getting away with it. I, I haven't played it this week I'm yet. Getting good at that. You gotta admit, I did that really well a second ago. Yeah, you did. You're you're great at performing the Jesse Pinkman lines. It's really good. <laughs> Maybe that can earn me some money today. I don't know. All right. Well, you know what's but coming up. A, yeah. You know what's coming up on the postmortem show. We've got Jody's Christian Slater story held over from last week. For Hollywood. There's going to be Jody a movie. knows everyone in Hollywood. Oh, you just wait, T Rex. There's going to be a movie about Jody's sister. Coming out soon. We're gonna, we got details on that. Mm. Plus, your mom was in Atlanta last night, and I couldn't go because I couldn't afford it. Plus, she was T- in Atlanta a few nights ago, but yes, yeah, she, yeah, she was there. T Rex told me uh, before the show via text that he had a sex dream last night about someone affiliated with this show, and we've got to talk about that too. <laughs> so that Kimberly, don't, don't say, don't say who it is, don't spoil it. But it's coming up on the postmortem show, BobSeskaShow.com. That is our Patreon page. You sign up for five dollars a month, you get the postmortem show. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Thursday, it happens right after the credits are done rolling. This song here, this is our credits. This is our like our end credits right here. As soon as this song finishes, then we start the post-mortem show. We just keep on talking. And then we take that little chunk of talking and we put it on our post on our Patreon page. And so everyone who's uh, subscribed at at least $5 a month, either $5, $10, or $15 a month, then you get it's to listen to the post room. Yeah, what's it's that? VIP room. Yeah. It's, it, it, everyone who the subscribers at five dollars and higher, we lift the velvet rope and you come into the VIP area. That's it. That's where exactly we talk right. Talk about sex and 
all kinds of things that you don't get to hear on the public show. That's coming up next. Meanwhile, T-Rex can be found at patreon.com slash the T-Rex report. You can listen to Jody Hamilton's podcast at from-the-bunker.com or you can listen to Jody Hamilton on the Stephanie Miller show. That's stephaniemiller.com. Thank you for listening to me yell, everybody. Uh, <laughs> more yelling coming up on the post-mortem show, so stand by. <laughs> See you over there, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.